Hello, and welcome to our latest podcast of Mobility Matters. I am your host, Christina Fowler, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Arlene Holt. Hey, Arlene. Hi. Today, our guest is Edison Mayor Sam Joshi. Welcome to the podcast, Mayor. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to talk to everyone. Great, great. Well, before we get into this episode, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your path to becoming the mayor of Edison. Sure. So, one, I was born and raised in Edison my whole life. I went through the entire public school system here. I chose to live here because uh, I love this town. I feel very passionately about it. I first started my internship when I was 14 years old uh, under Mayor Spadaro, and uh, I was always involved with uh, government and with every mayor. Uh, mayor Choi had me as an intern as well. And then fast forward to uh, my first appointment that I got where I served on the Farrandale Housing Authority for four years. Actually, four and a half years I served on the Farrandale Housing Authority. And then uh, two years on the zoning board. And then I spent four years on the city council. I was elected in 2017 uh, for the first time. I served two years as vice president of the city council. And then I decided to run for mayor last year. And I was very fortunate and very humble to have won. Uh, we, and, and here we are, I'm four and a half months into, almost five months into my administration. Things are going very well. Uh, and I look forward to making a huge difference in Edison. So one of the things that we were struck by was your um, your agenda for out, outdoor spaces and your the emphasis that you placed on investing in those spaces. Um, so one of the things that's really important to our listeners is about bicycling and pedestrian safety. And a lot of our of a lot of our listeners really um, enjoy bicycling along the Middlesex County Greenway, especially the portion of Edison. How long is the Greenway in Edison? And um, talk to us a little bit about how the Greenway Committee is utilized in Edison. So the Greenway is wonderful in town, uh, but it actually spans over multiple towns. It uh, it's actually a good portion of it. The majority of it is is older railroad tracks that were then replaced, and uh, those railroad tracks that are no longer being used were replaced with a greenway walkway. Uh, that's really how we made it. So it's uh, as of now, over the course of a few over a few different municipalities, ranging from Woodbridge, Addison, Metuchen, and so forth, uh, it's three and a half miles long right now, of which one point seven five miles are just in Edison. Wow. And it's wonderful because it's heavily, heavily utilized. Uh, what we saw, at least what I experienced in the pandemic and what I hear from residents all the time is because of the pandemic, people had a new appreciation uh, for outdoor spaces and recreation has become a larger part of our uh, daily needs or requests. And we want to be able to accommodate them. That's really why we have a huge emphasis on outdoor walking spaces, biking paths, uh, and so forth. Uh, we want to be able to have uh, more spaces that people can just go outside and, quite frankly, hang out, spend more time with their families and friends. During your State of the Township address, you had talked about being a kid and driving your bike to riding your bike to Roosevelt Park. And Roosevelt Park is... Um, a park that is also near and dear to my heart. But can you talk a little about 
a little bit about how those outdoor spaces influenced you and drove you to incorporate uh, such a heavily inve heavy investment in the park system in Edison? It's your community. It comes down to your community, your quality of life, and uh, making sure that you have an appreciation. So similarly, just how you said that you had uh, a connection to Roosevelt Park or any other park that someone may have had, uh, it's something that you remember as very fond in whether it be your childhood or raising your family or going out there with your friends. That is what we need to do for generations to come. And the way that we do that is by making those investments, making sure that I'll, I'll give you one example <clears throat> uh, for me in James Madison uh, Intermediate School, where I went to school uh, off of New Dover Road, we had the tire. It, it was a playground made out of tires mm -hmm. and it was such a fond memory to this day, people that experience or uh, had that playground for uh, the few decades that it was up. Very fond memory. People love it, but that's what I want to have. That's what I want to make sure that uh, children nowadays are afforded with as well. So that's the reason why we're uh, trying to make that sort of an impact. You know, so buildings will come and go and no doubt they um, can certainly make an impact on people's lives, but not the way that you can just uh, have through an experience in the park. Um. Mayor, I wanted to ask you, I saw last week that you and the mayor of uh, Metuchen were doing the, mic, uh, the uh, bike tour around Edison and Metuchen. Are you an avid cyclist as well, or is that just more for fun? Um, it's more for fun, it's, but, it, but it's, uh, we actually found out that this was the largest turnout of the mayor's tour, mayor's bike tour. Impressive. Uh, I yeah, I attributed for a couple of reasons. One, the weather was great. Two, uh, there are more people now again post pandemic or you know pandemic era that got bikes mm -hmm. and so you had a lot more people with bikes wanting to use them this was also something very fun that's done just between both mayors uh it's just to promote uh cycling and outdoor uh rec utilizing more uh recreational space happens to be that we chose to bike around both of our towns great great so are there any biking and walking capital improvements uh, that you're planning to implement in the next couple of years? Yes. So what we have is unique in Edison. You know, Edison has 32 square miles. And within our 32 square miles, we have more than 30 parks between uh, the municipality and the county and state as well. We have more than 30 parks. And we want to have walking and or bike paths in each of these because this way geographically we would have a, you know in theory we would have one park with either a biking path or a walking path in every square mile of town and so you may not have a walking path or a bike i'll just call them trails yeah uh, <laughs> You may not have a trail everywhere in every neighborhood. However, uh, we can have one in every park. And so that is what your neighborhood gem would be. That's something that you can look forward to. That is, um, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a big goal, <laughs> but that, yeah, uh, you and, know. And we've already started it. That's, that's really what our vision is. But a lot of these things, 
for example, with Swales Park, if you go to Swales Park right now, which is just south of uh, Woodbridge Avenue, we've started it. You know, the walking path and trail has been kicked off. Uh, that's alongside our community garden volleyball court. It's, it's under construction right now. It's going to be done within a few weeks. Uh, right. You know, we have a limited amount of resources and funds as, as a municipality, but we are aggressively using uh, them as much as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. You speak a lot about incorporating art within the park system. One of the, your campaign topics, excuse me, was about the open air women's museum, but also with Swales Park, you want to incorporate art. Talk, to, talk with us a little bit about why this is important for your administration, but as well as for the residents of Edison. So the concept was really to have a couple of things. One, we want to have more arts because there's a better sense of community. We've seen that people appreciate murals. We've seen that people appreciate artwork. And so we're excited to put forth uh, an Edison Township uh, Arts Council. Uh, we'll be doing that probably within the next few weeks. And we want them to really spearhead these projects from a government standpoint. Uh, less because right now we have a nonprofit that really does everything, uh, but we we need to take a more aggressive approach uh, towards this because we want to be able to meet timelines and we can just faster. So I'm excited about it because we can utilize you know the, the concept is simple. When you go down the greenway, there are so many buildings where they have their backs to the buildings itself. Why not put murals all along them? If we're going to do it, let's have a theme towards it. Uh, and we try to accommodate so many different themes uh, throughout Edison. We have the space to be able to do so. But one that I notice we don't have is one just dedicated for women's empowerment. And so uh, this, this is the concept that we want to have. Uh, and we'll be able to do that through our Arts Council. Yeah, I, I saw the renderings for that. I think that was around Tano Mall, right? Around, yeah. around that area. Yeah, it's really nice. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So we're um, just about out of time. Um, just um, before we let you go, we'd like to talk a little about a little bit about the Lucille Ball Pond. Okay. Why is it called the Lucille Ball Pond, and why is it in the news? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the the history behind it is that at one point uh lucille ball uh when she was ending her previous relationship she wanted to get a house uh in the suburbs of jersey and so she actually went to go visit the the, the rumor or the fable goes that she came to that particular pond and she viewed one of the houses there and she really liked that pond however uh that's not factually been proven mm -hmm. it's uh that's what the story says but it's nice and, yeah, <laughs> but we do we can confirm that she did not buy a house in edison or Metuchen, <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much where we're at and is um is it being preserved is the area around the the, the ponds being preserved or is that still yeah. up in the air the pond will be preserved. The zoning board just had this meeting a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the home that was there. So there's a pond. And for the, for the listeners that don't understand or have not seen the site itself, there's the pond and that pond has uh, 
a home attached to it or right on that property itself. However, that home is massive. Uh, we're, we're talking you know, more than 10, 15,000 square feet of a home. Uh, it's essentially, back in the day, it would have been considered like a extraordinarily large home. And that home has been, uh, it's in terrible shape. It's, no, it's, it's not habitable anymore. And a developer wants to knock it down and the zoning board to approve to knock that down because it is a hazard at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead of that gigantic home, there will be two homes there. Okay. Uh, but that pond will be re- preserved. That's great. Oh, that is great. That is great. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, but thank I you. wanted to thank you, Mayor, for sitting on our podcast. We really appreciate it. And uh, for our folks listening at home, tune into our next podcast. Should be dropping soon. Funded by the North Jersey Transportation Planning Authority and the Federal Highway Administration.